Okay, everybody, we're sorry that didn't seem to work out. Everybody was saying that things were crashing. Um, Jarrett and I were up to like quarter to one last night trying to figure out how to share presentations through Facebook Live, and this is what we found, and we tried it last night. It seemed to work, but right. apparently it's not working very well, so we're sorry about that. What we're going to do, and those of you who came and to join us, to see the presentation, I'm sorry, we're going to have to figure out another way to do this. So we'll figure out some other way, and uh, maybe we'll do, maybe I'll just record the presentation and then put it up into my YouTube channel. We'll let you know. Right. I think our current plan is I'm going to make him re-record it um, just straight out without doing live stream, and then that way we can review the content before we post it. Um and be able to get you guys a smoother quality. Because obviously, not only do we want you guys to be able to view it live, but we really want you guys to be able to have the content at the same time as what we're discussing. So it's disappointing to us, and especially, I'm, I mean, we pulled the plug on it. Um, we were just concerned that a lot of the comments were that the video was choppy, they were losing, they were hearing audio, but not seeing pictures. And we just want you to have a good experience with it. So yeah. um, I guess we'll just kind of go to our normal format. Yeah, back to a normal format for the remainder of the evening. Um, yeah, we'll go and record it, and then we'll get it up on our YouTube channel. And then next time we'll, t we'll tell you, we'll put it out on the page when we have it done. Right, we'll, we'll do something. And I appreciate all the help. You guys have been very, uh, I mean, Devin Lee, and she's suggesting that we can speak to her. She does online videos. and We might, very well might hit you up for that. Um, or at least, very least, we'll make sure that the slide deck is available. But we really would love for you guys to have an opportunity to hear the presentation. What does that stand for? Direct message. Oh, direct message. She's just saying send her a message. And oh, she, she can tell us how to do it. Yeah, that'd be great. So we can definitely work with you. So without further ado, we might as well get started on the normal stuff then. We'll just kind of scoot you guys back there. And Last time they liked it a little closer. But that's okay. You do what you want, man. You do what you want. Just trying to make them happy. You do what you want, man. I mean, whatever you guys would like. I mean, at the end of the day, we're here for you, and I'm here for you. So I'm like, I'm like bottom of the chain. He's here for you. I'm here for him. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, because I know yeah, several people advertised yeah. that. Uh, no, no, I have an email here. Okay. Several people told the others to come today and, and see the Facebook Live. And Sorry about that. Uh, I was going to look at email, because Tegan sent me an email a while ago, and I was supposed to come back with the answers. And so I wanted to go look it up and say, because I looked at some of the answers. Oh, uh, let's see. What can I tell you? Um, let's see. Someone asks questions. What can I tell you about things? Oh, hey, there's one thing I want to tell you for sure. And I think it's pretty cool. And I waited to not tell you because I wanted to tell you when it's part of the uh, part of the uh, presentation. But something really cool. Family tree has now. Uh, when we look at the total number of persons in the tree, it's like. 1.18 billion now, uh, and we now have, the cool thing is we now have 1.2 billion attached sources in Family Tree. This is amazing, 1.2 billion sources attached. And if you, uh, and then the next thing most people say is, well, how many, you know, what, how many people in the tree have that attached? And it's over 50% of Family Tree there's over 50% of all the persons in Family Tree, the 1.18 billion, have a source. 
Wow. A source attached. Impressive. So that that's like phenomenal. So I think congratulations to you all for, for your work in there. I also want to say thanks a lot because this last week mm. there were we were like one about eight hundred and some odd people shy of one million people new people added to the tree last week. Wow. Almost a million people in one week was added to family tree. That's just amazing. So that is just great. Thank you for all you're doing and for using family tree. I think it's getting better and better. I mean, we're getting high sources. We're getting pretty good quality. There's not a whole lot of people bumping into each other and being upset. So I think things are going really great. Thank you very much for all you do. Oh, oh yeah. Do you want to know a little about, about my heritage? Yeah. Let me, let me talk about that because that's been a, a hot source topic. of a hot topic lately. Hot topic. I, hot topic. I don't think we talked about it last time. I, I think, I think we mentioned something about uh, my heritage, but it's definitely something that I mean, it's an ongoing thing, as far as I understand. Yeah, there was a there was a message out there about uh, you know lots of stuff being destroyed by my heritage, but I want you to understand how my heritage is working. We've we've turned off the sync button right now with my heritage until mm. we work through some issues and concerns. So we've been testing. They've been testing. But let me tell you uh, what happened that generated the responses that I was seeing in Get Satisfaction and people emailing me and stuff like that. So let me tell you how this works. Let me just drop a little bit here. Okay. Here's Family Tree. Here's My Heritage. So My Heritage is a partner. They've been a partner for a long time. Right. We swapped some records and stuff. And all of these partners were asked to give free accounts to LDS members uh, on their sites. And MyHeritage hasn't really done much. And uh, and I remember uh, we asked, you know, to find out why. And then one of the reasons they didn't like uh, our requirements to say that you have to pull up two people side by side and look at them and then one at a time say, move that over, move that over, move that over next, go to the next person. Right. They just felt like that was an ugly and not very good experience. And so they wanted to provide a better experience. So this is how it works. Let me just say that. Number one, uh, take what's in family tree over to my heritage. Number two, changes. Number three, I have to tell you, he's an artist, yeah. an absolute artist. Yeah, right. You're an artist on the grease board. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, a little throwback there for you. Instead of a whiteboard, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, here we go. We'll see if this will explain it to you. Okay, the way it works is the following. Let's see, I'm going to tilt that a little differently. All right, I'll take care of that. You start talking. Start talking. Come on now. All right, so, um, yeah, tip a little bit higher. That's good. Okay, this is how it works. So, when you go to family, when, when, if you're going to do this, you go to My Heritage. And you first, you cannot use an existing MyHeritage tree in this whole synchronization process. You have to create a brand new tree in MyHeritage 
that will synchronize with family tree. Okay. When you select to create this new tree, this new family search tree, what happens is my heritage will ask you to log in the family tree and then it will go over here and it will take all the data from family tree and copy it over to my heritage and you have to wait for this to happen. And it's so much data. I mean, they're taking like, I don't know, eight generations or something like that. All the memories, the sources, all that kind of stuff. They're bringing it over to my heritage. Usually you have to wait a little bit. I got it when I tried it. A message came back the next day and I got an email that says, hey, we're trees, your tree's ready now. Okay. So now at, at step one, all of the data is copied from family tree into a brand new tree in my heritage. That means everything over here is exactly the same as over in family tree at step one. Okay? They're identical. All right, now the next thing you do is you come over here to my heritage and you make changes to your local copy of the tree. Okay? You uh you add more information, you attach my heritage sources, stuff like that. Okay. Then eventually when you're ready, you click the sync button on my heritage side okay. and that causes my heritage to compare everything with family tree side so it looks at each person one at a, one at a time and it says hey uh it, it did it change on family tree did it change on my heritage did it change on both or did it only change on one side or the other okay and how it decides what to do is if my heritage changed but family tree did not change, then the data will that piece of data will come over and overwrite what's in family tree. Nice. So if you if you change the birth date, nobody touched the birth date in family tree, then it'll write the new birth date over it. If family tree changed something and it wasn't changed and you didn't change it on my heritage, then it'll copy that family tree value and put it in your my heritage tree. So it'll update my heritage tree with the right data. So if somebody over here edited the death date, then you'll get the new death date when you sync. Now, if both sides changed the same thing, so they both changed uh, the christening date, okay. then family searches will always override my heritage. Okay. That's why family tree always wins. Okay? Always wins. Family tree always wins. <laughs> if the change is on both sides, then my heritage is always overwritten with any changes from family tree. Now, this is a sound technique that's used often in computer science, where we make a master database and a slave database, and the master always overwrites the slave. And this is essentially what this is doing. It's saying, family tree is the master, my heritage is a copy. If it changes on my heritage, not on family tree, it changes family tree. If it changes on family tree, it fixes my heritage. If they both change, family tree always wins. It's a sound principle. Now, let me tell you what happened. One user <laughs> happened to. Everyone, there's always one person. Always one, and this is just a, this was an error on my heritage's part. And uh, what happened is they had got, they had an old copy of family tree builder. What Family Tree Builder is, is a local install on your machine program that synchronizes 
your machine with your trees in my heritage. Okay. This is like family tree maker for ancestry. Okay. Okay. A person had an old version of family tree builder and they ran it and synchronized their tree. That person had done this family tree thing. When it synchronized, the the family tree builder didn't know what family tree trees were, but it's still synchronized. When it synchronized, it changed all the IDs on the MyHeritage family tree thing. When it changed all the IDs, then that made MyHeritage think that the user changed everything on the MyHeritage side. That's a problem. So when it synced, it thought it had newer information than everything in Family Tree. Mm. And as a result of that, what actually happened was there was a few a few data fields that changed, like a few bursts and a few deaths, not very much of that. But the most stark thing that happened was all of the sources in Family Tree were detached and then recreated by MyHeritage. And when it recreated it, it changed the source from a family tree source to a user source. Oh. And they messed up and didn't bring over the reason statements. So it looked like the person who synchronized has changed everything or potentially everything on a person. Right. And we agree. I think that is good. And it's definitely scary. So I'm, I'm glad yeah. to hear that they stopped that. Yeah, they stopped. We're going to test it. We're, we're working on it. They they meeting when we told them this, they they are really responsive. We told them, hey, we got some craziness going on here. They immediately checked it out, discovered this family tree builder thing. Immediately within like 30 minutes, they had adjusted their software to not allow family tree builder to synchronize with any family search trees anywhere. And remember, this was only one person's tree, but of course it's shared with several people on family search. So when it's synchronized over, it, it messed up a bunch of people. So now what we're doing is we're investigating to see how we can fix it back, put it back the way it was before. So we're working with my heritage. Let me get a drink here. I gotta make him drink, otherwise, next thing you know, in two minutes, he'll be coughing up his lungs. Yeah, I've got my my coughing is coming back. Yeah. Unfortunately. So we're working with my heritage to figure out a plan on how we can restore this data back to what it was before. I'm sure there's a way. Oh, well, we have it. We know it. They know what changed. We have the change log to restore anything. So we're working through that. We don't know when we'll have that fixed, but we're working with them right now to decide what to do. Okay. You have two choices. I, you have two choices. You can go fix it yourself. If you do, that's fine. We just won't touch that person. Right. We'll look and say, has anybody changed anything on this person? If so, we will stop. We won't do it for that person. If you haven't touched anything, just leave it alone. And then we'll fix it. We'll work with them to get it fixed. But if you touch it, we don't. We don't want to. We're afraid we're going to ruin something you just put in. So we probably won't fix those ones that you that you touch. So just so everyone's aware, I know a lot of people have rejoined us. Um, I, we apologize about the technical issues we had with giving Ron's presentation. I think the current prevailing idea is that I'll make him record it. Uh, separately and then we'll upload it as a completed video rather than trying to live stream it. It appears that the software we were using, though we spent all night testing it, it wasn't up to par. It was yeah. subpar. Yeah. Uh, so we'll have to find another way to do it, but we have every expectation of providing you that as we had agreed. Um, and maybe I'll see if I can convince him to do it this week so we can get it up before 
Yeah, sorry about that. It was a piece of software that we could put in a slide deck and in my face and switch between the live and the slide deck. I just think it overwhelmed the system. And so. it just, just freaked it out, and it couldn't keep up. It couldn't keep up the pace. And I go through my presentations pretty fast. And so. we all know how we like to keep a pace around these parts. That's right. That's right. We don't like to waste time. Okay, so a couple things. Uh, so we're sorry we did not, we aren't going to be able to do the, the uh, root set presentation, but we'll get that to you. Yeah, we'll get it to you guys. You guys won't have to wait until next time or blah, blah, blah. I'll make him do it. I'm going to make you do it. All right. Okay. So uh, just a couple of things to catch up. Uh, I think, Nevin, that answered your question. I believe that it does bring over reasoned statements. Just quick fire, yes, no. When my heritage thinks it brings over reasoned statements. It's supposed to. Okay. Um, and we know that for a lot of people, you probably haven't had a lot of problems with my heritage. Like, like he was saying, they're a great company. They know what they're doing. They're very responsible. Yeah, they're very, they're very careful. They're very... Yeah, they're very responsive. We just call them and talk to them. Boom, they take care of it right away. So. But, you know, 99.9% .9 accuracy isn't good enough for, for <laughs> family history. We want it to be 100% accurate all of the time. Especially when it's going across. I'm actually considered I've been working with uh, the partner team, talking with my heritage, and I'm, I made a suggestion, and I think it might be beneficial if when they push the sync button, they bring up a page that says, this synchronization is going to change. This, 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 this. You know, uh, you know, five hundred people are going to have these changes on it, mm -hmm. so that you can kind of go. Uh, do I want to? Do, do I really want to do that? Because it's going to change that many people with one click. Or, uh, and then I've also got questions out to him now that says, "What are you going to do to make sure that people sync regularly?" Because imagine what happens if they don't sync and they wait, you know, a year or six months later, and then they finally sync. No, that that's kind of scary. So, this has been a good experience, but we'll work through it and get it taken care of. Right now, it's turned off, so the seeking won't work. Um, and maybe when it gets turned back on, they'll force you to bring everything from family tree. So, my heritage, you saying, doesn't have reason statements? Yeah, they don't right now. But part of the arrangements is they have to do the same things that we do. Ah. You know? They need to have reason statements. They need to have be able to have sources like us, things like that, for at least those. Family search trees. Right. So I guess it's not that it's not a feature you're aware of. It's just a feature that's maybe yet to come. Yeah. It has. It needs to be in there because that was some of the elements we felt like needed to be there. And to answer your question, Ron's feeling a little bit hoarse. Uh, he's got a little bit of a cold, I guess, or something. Yeah, I had a bronchitis last week. Yeah. And uh, it just kind of – Took you down a notch. It, yeah, really it kind of – I've been feeling a little better, and then I got worse, and then I felt better, and – Yesterday and today, I've been coughing and hacking, and keeps flip flopping like a pancake. I man. feel like I'm going to be worse. So, so what, we're going to nurse him back to health. We're going to—he'll yeah. be fine. We hope. Well, he'll be fine. All right. Uh, Any plan to bring photos from Ancestry in the family search? We aren't in control of whether Ancestry gives us photos. That's their. That's them. They're the ones that have to initiate the bringing over photos. We can't. Since we don't have your Ancestry account and we can't read Ancestry trees, mm -hmm. the Ancestry has to do it. So if you want Ancestry photos to get over to Family Tree, you need to contact Ancestry and say, I want my photos to be able to transfer over to Family Tree. Yep. I think that would be a great thing to do. Uh, Melissa asks, is there a restore option in the old version of Family Tree? I don't know what they mean by old version. Yeah, as far as I know, every two weeks there's an old version. 
because you're constantly updating. No, we update a thousand times a day. Okay. Well, I just got. So there's slammed. a thousand old versions. There's 999 old versions a day. But as far as I understand, the restore button is something that with Family Tree has pretty much always existed. Yeah, the change log and the restore button with it has always existed since we. Well, I'll say this. When we first really, when we first did Family Tree, right. that was three and a half years ago, almost mm -hmm. four years now. Uh, we didn't track everything that changed on a person. When we first started, we just tracked vitals and a few things like that. The the important. And then we added, you know, sources, and then we added life sketch, and then we added whatever. But there was a period of time there when. Um, when you couldn't restore some of those places. And then uh, and then when we did our cutover to the new back-end engine, where we completely severed ourselves from the old system called New Family Search, right. the old system, um, we went in and made sure that we had a entry in the change log for every piece of data that was on the person, so that if it got changed at the, from that point forward, it could be restored. So if you mean the old system, meaning new family search, like before family tree, no, there's not a way to restore things that might have been left behind in new family search. Because new family search did combines, not merges, and then you had selectable summary to pick what your vitals were. Mm. And what we did, since since they didn't have a concept of a change log in new family search, they didn't understand restore or anything, None of the old data was really kept around. And so when we moved it into Family Tree and created the change log, we just took the current data of New Family Search and moved it over. <laughs> so if you're talking about previous, prior to Family Tree, then that data, if it wasn't on the person when it came over, we, there's no way to get it. Got to be a line in the sand, I guess you'd say. So a fresh a start point. I mean, we have a copy that we keep, but we're not planning on ever digging it out. We're so the only, it's only there in case some... Strange thing Catastrophic. Yeah. Which would never happen. Um, so let's keep going. Um, we can grab a couple of questions off of the list here, unless you guys have anything pressing on your mind. I, was there anything on that one? Uh, did, did you want to check your email real quick? Yeah, there was one email that Tegan sent me okay. a few weeks, a week or two ago. Well, so while he checks his email. It says, can ancestry create memories? We just answered that one. Yep. It says, family, find a grave allows transfer in ancestry. Why not family search? That's another ancestry problem. How to add Spanish dictational marks in English. So, uh, like accents? Yeah. I don't know how to do that on some keyboards. Yeah, you can do that on your mobile device by holding more, the key. It's more specific to the individual machine. I think you have to install an application. Uh, that's what happens in uh, Chinese and, and, and Korean and stuff. So, there should be, I would go online, look for uh, being able to put Spanish accents and or someone can help me because there's accents in other languages too, like uh, yeah, it's Finnish and stuff like that. So uh, I don't know right off the top of my head because I don't enter them in. But I'm sure there's an app that you can install on your Microsoft or Wind or Mac yeah. products. Well, I know that, that will allow you to flip a key and say put in an accent. So I was gonna say I have a I have a Mac, uh, and in my experience, that does have system languages where you can add another. Keyboard languages. Yeah. Uh, All you have to do is get it to where your keyboard will type it in. Right. Family Family Tree will take it. It's yeah. Not, it won't go freaking out or anything. Right. Right. So as long as you can get your individual computer to type those characters, you should be fine. 
Okay, so here's the next one. Some ordinances have been stuck in the system. A patron has been doing work for a friend, accidentally shared a ceiling to spouse with a temple, which shows as printed in 2009. Surely it is stuck in the system. She cannot get it released since she is not related. What will happen to this ordinance or others like it if no related person asks for it to be released as stuck in the system? Okay, so uh, we just got a, we just got approval this last week. We went in and made a presentation, and we're going to revamp and rebuild the reservation system and the temple inventory system. And uh, that's because it's still running some of the older code from the prior systems, and it can't scale, it can't handle the load we're giving it. The tree now can handle the load, man. You come on, we're just like humming. We got extra room for more. And But the reservation system and the temple system just can't keep up. So the team, we just started the kickoff uh, yesterday. And so the team over the next several months, the rest of this year actually, will be rewriting all the reservation system and all of the temple systems. Uh, we have two or three teams that are working on that. We may have to add in a fourth team to get it going fast enough. And what we're going to do is we're going to change the way inventory is given out to temples. Uh, right now, what happens is we have to move an ordinance to the next state. So let's say you have a baptism and confirmation initiatory. Let's say the baptism, because we have to do things in order. Even temple inventory has to be done in order. So that means here's a baptism temple. You can't do the confirmation. until and We won't give a confirmation to a temple until the baptism we gave you before is done. Okay. So it's a, it's a push model. We go, here's the baptism, and then we wait to see if the baptism is done, then we'll say, okay, here's a confirmation. Well, what's happened is there's bugs in that code. And so sometimes we give the baptism, they tell us that the baptism done, and we miss the message, and so the confirmation doesn't ever get handed out. And so it gets stuck. Okay. And traditionally in the past, i got to get a drink. Traditionally when the past, what we did, we sort of kicked the ordinance. And uh, that's just too many to do right now. So what we're going to do is we're going to change the system so it does a pull. Hmm. So when we want to give inventory, we go in there and say, are there any confirmations ready? Give them, give them, give me confirmations. Well, yeah. When there's a pull, there's no, this system has to detect whether or not to move something forward. It just sits there and says, right, here's all the ordinances I got ready. What do you want? They say, give me baptism. Okay, there you go. Give me confirmations. Okay, there you go. So it's not this system figuring out, it's the temple inventory saying, I need confirmations. Mm -hmm. And so that that will remove the whole problem. <laughs> it won't get stuck because it's not trying to tell the temple inventory what it has. The temple inventory requests it, and we just give it whatever is available. Mm -hmm. So that's expected to be finished as part of this rework over this year. And so uh, as part of this rework, uh, when we get that system all working, and turn it on, what will happen is all those ones that are stuck, boom, we'll start, we'll start going. Now, if it's been printed, what happens there is some temples, when they have the printed list, they feel uh, uncomfortable holding on to those ordinances for very long. Mm, okay. So at the end of a week, for instance, if they haven't finished their list, they can go into the system and say, uh, return all these to general temples because we're not going to get to it. Now, that's where it gets stuck when it's in the printed state. Uh, and we're also redoing that so that we just automatically, when they say, 
take the rest of my list and return it to inventory, we'll automatically do that in the system. Whereas today, it was sent to people to review, and then they clicked the things they wanted to return. We'll just do it automatically. So that will fix that problem, okay? So those things will be fixed. Last one, on multiple occasions, I have used the find duplicates link on an ancestor and I found nothing. Then I will go to that ancestor in my ancestry tree and use the button to start to link the two records, ancestry and family search together. Ancestry will find stray persons on family search that the find duplicate link did not find. So why is that ancestry can find these strays and family search can't? Well, it's not Ancestry finding these at all. Actually, what happens is Ancestry calls Family Tree and says, give me duplicates, give me possible duplicates. What we've done in Find Duplicates is we've cut it off at three stars. We'll only sell you three stars and above. But when a partner calls us and says, give us duplicates, we give them all. We give them one stars all the way up to five stars. And what Ancestry has done is they've chosen to show more than what we show. That's why it's coming up. Now, I will tell you, this is an announcement. What we've done just this week, we've switched over the whole possible duplicate system uh, to our brand new matching system that uses the hinting technology to find matches of your, or find duplicates of your persons in the tree. Hmm. The nice thing about that is uh, in our analysis, it's significantly more accurate, and we also find more good duplicates than we did in the old system. And because it's based on the hinting system, it's super fast. So before, a possible duplicate would take about a second to a second and a half to find. Now we can find it in five milliseconds. This is what? One, one thousandth of that time. It's less than a half of a, you know, it's, a, it's less than, that's a half of a millisecond, which is like a thousand, you know, it's a little teeny, right? It's, a like, jiffy. it's like that. It's like as fast as hints happen. So we, uh, obviously now we're talking about, well, can we start showing possible duplicates in the tree or something to say, hey, you got duplicates here? Because we want to get rid of having to push the button to find the duplicates. See, that would make things a lot smoother. Absolutely. We'd love to do that, but we just barely flipped the switch on this thing just this week. So we're going to let it run for a while, see how it does. And then uh, sometime in the future, we'll probably do that because I don't want people to have to keep pushing the button. I'm going to tell you, yeah, possible duplicates. And hey, here's a place where you can take care of them. By the way, <coughs> possible duplicates are not always bad. <coughs> you know, we talk about them as bad <coughs> because we say, oh, no, there's going to be duplicate ordinance. But in reality, a possible duplicate some percentage of the time, and it's not minuscule, it's probably, I don't know the exact number, but some of the time that there's a possible duplicate actually allows you to extend your tree. That's true. Or to give you a new branch in the yeah. tree. So we have to realize that possible duplicates isn't necessarily drudgery and have to do something that is just yucky. It can actually extend your tree, and you could actually find relatives you didn't know you had right. by merging duplicates together because it'll bring a whole new line with it. Right, it's true. It's okay, true. that's all. That's all I had in my thing. So what? What do we have in our? So first off, we have about five minutes left. Oh well, we got anything out there on the well, We got tons of stuff out. All right, well let's. Uh, Let me just. I got. It. I got. It. I got. It. Go ahead. Okay. That's why I'm here. Okay, Carol asks, 
Well, who decides what goes under the categories? On uh, who decides what categories goes under label on the family tree? Is there any way we can give suggestions? Uh, yeah, we want to do that. We want to allow people to suggest labels. Uh, we have not uh, finalized on the process and how that will be. When we get that finalized, then we'll do a blog post or something, and we'll tell you how you can request specific labels. Uh, my understanding is there was a bunch of labels that were added recently. We're probably going to remove them. We have to be very careful with labels. Um, since we're a worldwide organization and we have people in almost every country that use Family Search, then uh, we have to be careful about our label choices. Of course. You know, World War One hero maybe may mean something different to people in different countries than the United States, for example. So we have to be very careful in the kind of labels we allow. So our intention is, yes, to allow you to suggest labels or request labels, and we'll review them, and if they feel they're appropriate, then we'll add them to the system. Of course. And, and I assume along with that would be an opportunity for people to give feedback about current labels. Sure, sure. Okay. If you have a particular problem with a specific label then, that we already have, please let me know that. Right. Email me Suggestions directly. for new labels that we're not ready to take yet. Um, Devin says, would it ever be possible to make changes in the source attaching forms to edit birth, names, etc., without going to the person page? To put it another way, I find a new birth date in a military record. I want to alter the birth field from the source attach page. Is a thing like that that will ever be possible? If not, can you explain why? Uh, well, this is a highly requested thing. <clears throat> the problem is this. When you're at a person page, when you're on a person page, that's brown. It is brown. When you're at a person page, brown there's, there's, uh, let's take uh, birth or something like that. When you say birth and you say edit, and you click edit, it opens up and it gives you the date, gives you the place, it gives reason. That didn't look very good. Yeah, your handwriting is crap, man. It's crap. I'm getting tired. I'm it's wearing, all crap. wearing out. Let me, do I need to get the reason? Way? And then we give you tagged sources. Right? Okay. Okay. When you go, let's say this. You want to hold it up for me first? I'm I don't know. Okay. Let's say you go to. This is on the person page. When you go on the person page and you're going to edit, I got to change it. When you're on the person page and you want to edit birth, you click the edit button. Well, first off, before you can click the edit button, we make you look at the date, the place, the reason statement, and who contributed it or edited it last. Okay. okay. And then when you click the edit button, we show you the date, the place, the reason statement, and all of the tag sources so that you can click those sources and see what those sources say about the birth. Okay. okay, but if you go into the source linker world, so here's the source linker, and it has the left side's the record, and the right side is, can you see that really well? And the right side is we the person. See, we can see a nice blue field. Right, uh, what you see is, uh, 1896, and over here you see. You're, you're talking to yourself. Right? I know that. Okay. 1896. 18, oh, no, you see. I'll do it like what he's talking about. 20, let's see, March 
she, I'm sorry, I didn't remember, March <laughs> okay. 1896, and this one says 1896. Okay, so when you're looking at a record, and you're in the source linker, what you see is on the record side, you see like March 1896, and on the person side, it just says 1896. You know, it can also be parcel uh, place. And what you're saying is, oh, I want to take this March, and I want to put it over here. Well, the problem is the source linker or the, the quick attach, we have different names that people use. The This was not showing you. Uh, I think if you open it up, you might get the reason statement. I can't remember if you do or not. Let me know. I haven't uh, paid attention in a while about that. <laughs> I, ha I haven't done a lot of merges lately. I got a bunch of tanners, and they're, like, all over the tree. So I go in there, and there's almost nothing to do. And... Uh, uh, there's no reason statement and there's no sources listed here. So how do you know that that one's better than that one? Maybe there's a source over here that says it's, you know, April 1896. Or another source that says it's really 1897. And so our intent is to make sure the thing is more and more accurate. We want you to see the reason statement, who contributed it. Maybe they just changed it yesterday. And you don't want to change it again. You want to make sure that it matches with the sources that are there. You may want to add an explanation as to why this record's more accurate than all these other sources. The problem is, is we can't show you all of that inside of the source linker because it's trying to show everything on one page. Hmm. So too, too condensed. It's really condensed. Its intention is to help you quickly attach uh, sources and move data. And we were okay with moving data over that didn't already exist on the person because you're not having to to justify why you edited the change. So it's been well requested. We're interested in doing it. We haven't settled on a design that allows us to do that, to show this information uh, uh, so that you will be more cautious in just changing it. Remember, people, uh, if, you know, if you don't show all the information, then people will just change it without paying attention. And we're trying to slow people down, understand why it's set the way it is now so that you don't overwrite it without thinking. So that's the reason why it's not there yet. Yes, we want to do it. We haven't figured exactly how we do that on the screen. Yeah, not yet. But actually, I have a, a, pro, I have a, a proposed UI that I've been working with, with UI persons. I think it has great potential to do this. We're actually going to have a meeting sometime next week where we're going to sit down and have the a nice deep conversation about it. Okay. All right. Well, I think we're done. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm running out of. I'm running out of throat. We got to keep that throat rested so I can get him to record his presentation so we can get it uploaded. Um, but we want to thank you all for your patience with us. And you know, this really is a a great format and opportunity for us to get to know all of you, um, at least electronically, and be able to share a little bit of his knowledge with you. But at the same time. We hope you understand, and we appreciate patience that this is a learning experience for all of us. Yeah, uh, interestingly enough, Facebook doesn't provide a way for you to just say, share my screen. screen. Share, so, share my screen to the uh, Facebook Live. Yeah, they think Facebook ought to be able to do that, but they can't. So we're working on it, and like I said, we will find a way to record this presentation so that it is available for you. We made you that promise, and we're going to deliver. There's one thing my dad always used to tell me. We did deliver. Tanner's get her done. Tanner's get it done. So we have every intention of getting that taken care of for you. But we do appreciate you joining us again over here and for sticking it out at least 
for a little while on the other one. <laughs> yeah, that's like um, that's gonna be a Facebook live. That's great. Yeah, you get the like the little spinny circle. That's what really. Oh, um, that's what it was. You get a little spinny circle. You know, the picture jumps and skips, and it's the yeah. audio's cutting. Anyway, uh, well, we appreciate your patience, but we'll get her done. Thank you. Have a good evening. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we'll let you know on the Facebook page when we have that presentation completed and recorded for you to watch. And sorry again that you couldn't see it tonight. We uh, we appreciate everybody uh, joining to watch. And we we'll hope you're not disappointed with what you got instead. Hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully you still enjoyed it. Okay. As <laughs> always, you can send me an email at ron, R-O-N, at familysearch.org. Let me know your suggestions, your problems, the issues that you have. It's always great if you try to get a hold of support first. Uh, but if you're stuck and it doesn't seem to be making any moves, just feel free to give me a call. Give me a call. Give me an email. Yeah. You're never going to get me on my desk. And I'm just uh, all He's never at his – I mean, I'm, I think you're quadruple booked the entire day. Yeah, every day. <laughs> I mean, I was uh, comparing something with uh, another guy, and they said, I am so booked. And they pulled up their schedule, and they had like four meetings in the week. And I says, that's booked? And I pull up mine, and it's solid – from about 8.30 every morning till 5 o'clock every day, every night. At least a Usually, week out. Uh, oh, if not a month. month yeah. Months out are solid every hour of every day, Monday through Friday. My kids call me because I used to, when I was first working for the church, I used to go up to Salt Lake because they didn't really have a place down here in Orem for me. And so I told my bosses, I just can't get up early enough to be up at Salt Lake every day. So he allowed me to work from home on Friday. And so the kids got used to asking me, well, you're home on Friday, right? Well, as soon as I started going full-time over here in Orem and then full-time up at the <clears throat> new Facebook, uh, Facebook, the new family search building in Lehigh, I, I work every day. So even just <laughs> the other day, my daughter called me and said, so are you home on Friday? I'm like, I am never home on Friday anymore. I, I got meetings every day, all day. So very nice time to, you know. Stretch his legs. I'll tell lunch. you, I got home today. I was we were up late till almost one doing this thing, and <laughs> I was pooped this morning. Drove in and then got back and just like fell fell down for about thirty minutes so I could get up and do this. Does it say five bucks? Says he goes in there, lays down, and falls asleep. Oh my gosh! Thank you very much. We really appreciate you. Have a good evening. Bye bye. Bye. Where's the button?